Before I get started today, I just want to take a moment to give a quick shout out to the creators of Anchor.fm. Let me tell you about this app really quick, y'all. Anchor is a free, remember what I said in my first episode, it is free 99. It is a free app where you can record, edit, and distribute your podcast. Um, Anchor does the grunt work of getting your podcast distributed to multiple platforms. Um, not only can your podcast be heard right here on the Anchor app, it can also be heard heard across apps like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Podcasts, and so many more. So I just want to give a quick, quick shout out and a grateful thank you to the creators of the Anchor app for allowing small podcasters like myself to have an opportunity to be able to not only be heard and to monetize your platforms with no minimum listenership, but also just giving us um, kind of a very simplistic way of learning how to do podcasts like you don't have to be a professional you don't have to go to school for journalism or any of that and you can literally have professional quality sounding podcasts so thank you so much once again anchor for allowing me this opportunity and now let's move on with the episode morning beautiful people oh I think something I spilled in my seat but anyway good morning today what do I want to talk about I think I'm going to talk about um appreciating the journey you want while you while you on it because a lot of the times we start trying to reach for success and things like it's nothing wrong reaching for success do your shit you know but we try to reach for success and just you know whatever goals we trying to obtain whether it's money whether it's material things whether it's to have a family whatever and oftentimes we focus so much on the end goal that we don't appreciate i think who just said that his name is kenny burns um he was a guest on the 85 south show he's like really big in the music industry he do like liquor and shit i don't know really nice man seems like but he was talking about that about appreciating the journey that you're on you know and that includes everything the good and the bad because without either one you know, when you finally make it to your end goal, I feel like your end goal really don't mean shit until you've been through some shit to get to your end goal. Like, if everything was just handed to you, if all you had to do was just, you know, roll out of bed and tell your mom and daddy, I want this, and then they give it to you or whatever. But you actually had to work for some shit. You had to go through some shit. You had to learn some lessons. I think you value um, those things more when you not only have to work for them, but, you know, when you just take, like, nice 
precious gems about the journey along the way. You know, if you have dreams of whether it's working for yourself or even if it's working for somebody else, but like you want like a certain position, you know what I'm saying? And you have to work your way up, you know, all the times it's not going to feel good to have to make the type of sacrifices that you have to make because you got to sacrifice your time. Sometimes a lot of the times you got to sacrifice your money. You have to sacrifice a lot of shit just to get to whatever your whatever your end goal is. And also know another reason why I'm realizing that I should appreciate this journey that I'm on and be so grateful and thankful is because even once I reach my goals, I'm going to be moving on to something else. Also, like it's going to be a never ending thing. I'm going to reach this goal and then I'm going to be like, okay, well, now I want to achieve this. And now I want to achieve that. And then if I keep just focusing on the goals and never focus on the journey, I don't think I'm ever really going to enjoy life. And I want to enjoy life. I want to be in the moment. I want to unplug from social media sometimes and just be to myself and do my spiritual shit. I wish I could do everything, like all the spiritual spiritual practices that I really want to do right now. But um, at this point in life, unfortunately, I can't. But it's okay. Because my time is coming. And I appreciate all of this shit. I really do. I used to feel like such a failure. Because certain things weren't happening for me the way they were happening for other people. I used to be like, damn, well, maybe... Like, I'm working hard, but maybe I'm not working hard enough, or maybe I'm not doing this or doing that. Like, what Like what am I doing? Like, what can I do differently? Like, you know, and it's like, girl, calm down, enjoy that you're here. Like, when I look back and I remember where I came from, it's easier for me to appreciate the journey because, no, I'm still not where I want to be, but I'm so happy that I'm not where I was. So it's like sometimes you got to take a step back and and just reflect on how far you've come, you know, this far in your journey. You know, I overcame all of this shit, you know. At one point in time, I knew what it felt like to have every utility known to man cut off one at a goddamn time. They were never all off at one time. It was always this time was the lights, this time was the gas, this time was the water. You know what I'm saying? But now, um, I haven't gone through none of that in like some years. So, that is a major blessing for me. You know, even looking back and seeing that and being like... Even though I'm not making as much money as I want to make, nowhere near it, but I'm learning how to be way more self-sufficient and I'm becoming more financially stable. So I'm learning how to deal with like my bills and everything better and budget. And I was really good at budgeting and saving in college. Like, I don't know how it's that when you have less money. When you down to the pennies, bitch, the pennies, you can make it stretch. You can make, girl, you could do a lot with your little bit of money that you didn't even know. I'm talking about you finding ways to stretch this shit. You stretching that dollar till it hollow. And 
you know? And you like, oh, man, I got a whole nother week before I get paid again. Like, what the fuck? I'm down to, like, my last $40. I don't know what I'm doing. I need gas in the car. Okay, so I'm going to put my $4 in gas. I'm going to give me a pack of noodles. I'm going to do that. Like, you're going to make that little $40 stretch. And I used to make my money stretch, bitch. I used to make $40 last me a little minute. Depending on what all I had to pay for. Because at that time, the only bill that I was paying was my phone bill. And that wasn't nothing but like $40 a month. So, really, I wasn't spending no real money on... Well, besides food, I had to buy food. But other than that, like, my family... Um, my grandma had bought me, like, this big... This is back when I was in college. My grandma bought me this big-ass thing, a laundry detergent and stuff. Like, they gave me a lot of the supplies that I needed. And they got me... um shit in like bulk sizes so that it will last me a while so I didn't have to um you know keep going to the store buying certain shit so that also made it easier to budget and save my money because I already didn't have a lot of money to be buying this extra shit to begin with so with my family helping me out with the essentials I could take my money and keep it and make it stretch for as long as I needed to until the next time I got some money and sometimes I wouldn't even know when the fuck that was. So, <laughs> and it makes me wonder when I think back at that shit. Like when you was in school, cause like for the first two semesters, I started school in the spring, and I went during the summer. But those two semesters, for some odd reason, I was not worried about having a job, and I was broke as shit. I think the reason, well, I ain't gonna say I think, I know the reason why I wasn't worried about having a job, especially my first semester in school was because, for one, I was trying to get used to the area I was in and getting adjusted to being in college. Like, I had just graduated from high school the year before, so I'm trying to get adjusted to being in college. Um, how many classes was it? I think I was only taking like four classes three or four classes at the time and and they were all pretty easy so you know I did really good I made like A's and B's but like once it got like later on that year it got to that point I was like all right I'm used to everything now I'm adjusted I'm like let me go find a motherfucking job because I'm tired of having to call and ask my family for money Especially when they have other things to do with their money. I feel like I'm getting older. I need to try to be more independent anyway. So that's when I start looking for a job. And it just, I've been working ever since then. That was back in 2013. Had my first real job. Started in October 2013. Had that job for about five years. Um... Damn, that was the longest I ever been anywhere. That's so crazy. And I haven't even had, fun fact about me, I have not had that many jobs. I've been on so many interviews. Countless interviews, bitch. I've been on countless interviews. And people didn't start hiring me until I got to college. So, And I had been applying for jobs since I was like 16. So that's crazy. 
And I couldn't believe it because so many of my peers were like getting jobs and shit in high school and they didn't have no experience just like I didn't. So I'm like, damn, like, what are y'all, what are y'all saying to these people? Like, what are y'all putting in your resume? Like, I need help, bitch. Like, help me, help me get a job. <laughs> Ain't nobody want to help me get shit. So, but you know what? I remember we went to the mall. Um, me and my cousin used to go and like literally apply to almost every job in the mall. And this one, it was a black lady. She was a manager at, um, was that Macy's? I don't know. It was one of those, like, department stores. And we were, you know, going in there inquiring about a job. And she told us that we wasn't hiring. And then she ended up stopping us before we walked out the door. She said the only reason why that she stopped us were because we were young black girls. And she saw that we were trying you know, to do something with ourselves. She said, you know, because she did ask us where we were in school. We was like, yeah, we're in high school, you know, but we're looking for a part-time job. And um, and she gave us some really solid advice. And honestly, I can't even remember what the fuck she said. <laughs> but she gave us some tips on what to do for the next year. Because she wasn't actually hiring at her store, but... She gave us tips on kind of like what to say and what to do um, as we continued our job search. And I really appreciated that because nobody else took the time out to drop any type of knowledge on us on even how to get some of these managers attention. You know what I'm saying? Like we was talking to them, but I feel like because we were so young and we had no experience, they was just like, "Mm, all right, well, we'll call you. Don't call us. And, you know, that's just how it was. So I ended up going, I ended up not getting my first job, like legal job with taxes taken out of my check until I was 20. So four years later, I was able to get a job. But before then, nigga, what the nigga say? I was hustling. No, I wasn't selling no dope. I was selling candy and shit. I was selling candy. I sold sodas in the ninth grade. I was selling them little Nike wristbands at one point. I had a couple of them that I sold. Um, What else was I doing? Oh, I was babysitting. I got a lot of my money from babysitting, which wasn't much because I was just babysitting my siblings. And my mama kept saying... I ain't finna pay you for some shit that you already should be doing. Like, you should help me with your siblings. So, very rarely was she actually giving me money for it. A lot of the time, she would just give me, like, a speech in exchange for my babysitting services. So, you know, I was like, you know what? I can't even trip because I ain't even a good babysitter no goddamn way. I pretty much let the kids do whatever the fuck they want until she get back home. So, yeah, it just just wasn't working out I wasn't I wasn't sure why things were working out the way that they were (laughs) but they just were and um but yeah I'm trying to think of what the fuck I was oh yeah appreciating the journey but yeah I appreciate all that shit that happened everything like I know it's a lot of people out there whose stories are way different from mine and that's another thing that I had to appreciate about myself because when I listen to people tell stories about different things and I'm like damn I ain't go through that but I went through this and it's like "Mm." sometimes it seems so different from what the next person went through but I appreciate all of that like I don't know why I used to feel some type of way or so awkward about 
going through things that somebody else hasn't been through. Or I used to think that it was funny how my resume was just so diverse because I worked for, um, I was kind of like an assistant at the school that I went to. I had a job at the school. Um, I was working like in the social work office. I wasn't do. I was doing like clerical work. I wasn't doing, you know, talking to people and, and none of that stuff because I was a business major, you know. But I was doing that, and I actually really loved that job. I really loved that job. I love everybody at that job. So shout out to them. Um, what else? Then I worked for a moving company for a while. I was only working there during the summer. But yeah, that was the first like real hard labor job that I had. And it taught me some things. And it also reassured that I don't want to do this bullshit for the rest of my days. Because <laughs> I'm not meant for that. Like, I like working my body, but not to the point where I'm like 27 feeling like I'm 57. Like, bruh, this shit is aging me before my time. I don't want to go home every day feeling like I'm pushing 60. <sighs> no, I'm good. So then... You know, I've worked at a call center before. Let me see. I ain't had that many. I think I only had like maybe five jobs. Yeah. But yeah, y'all appreciate that journey. I don't give a fuck where you come from. Even if you come from being homeless. And you're not homeless no more. You got it. If you come from a, a, a crazy situation like that. Where you go from homeless and then you work your way up to not be. You better be proud of your motherfucking self. Be proud, man. Because some people do not. Once they hit that rock bottom, there's a lot of people that do not bounce back from that shit. So please do not take that lightly. The fact that you were able to overcome something that was so detrimental. That could be detrimental to anybody. It's homeless women out here, homeless men out here, kids, families with their kids, people sleeping out of their car. Like, it is hard. So, for for you to go from that to having something, have your own place, your own car, you got some money now, you got a job, you better be grateful for that shit and thank God every day for the opportunity for you to even have that shit. We all need to give praises to the ancestors. Did I tell y'all the only reason why I voted was because my ancestors fought for the right to vote? Yes. My ancestors fought for the for my right to vote, so that's really the only reason why I voted. I feel like I would be doing them a disservice if I continued to purposely not vote because I felt like it wasn't going to make a difference and all that shit. Motherfucker, as easy as people say voting is, it only takes five minutes and all that shit. For it to only take five minutes for us to vote, somebody literally had to die for that shit. Somebody had to go to jail for that shit. Somebody stood in line. Somebody stood outside and marched. Somebody screamed. Somebody cried. Somebody went through hell and agony just so we could go in the motherfucking booth for five minutes and vote for somebody. You can't take five minutes out your goddamn day to go and vote for some goddamn body just because you goddamn can. It's crazy to me. And I wish I was looking like the last couple of elections, like ever since I got old enough to vote, I wish I was looking at it like that back then because I would have been pressed to go out there and vote. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck about who you vote for. At the end of the day, we all going to hell in a handbasket. So why not hold hands and go together? <laughs> but, <laughs> but thinking about all the shit that my ancestors went through, just so I can have the luxuries, the shit that we take for granted every day, man. We take this shit for granted. And people literally died for this shit. <sighs> died so that I could vote, so that I could. And then me being a woman, not only am I black, I'm a fucking woman. You know, that's a whole nother fight. You know what I'm saying? Whole nother fight. So, yeah, that's the type of shit that I will be teaching my daughter as she gets older. Like, a lot of the times, yeah, I know this shit is corrupted. And it's a lot of fucked up shit going on. But I want to always remain grateful, especially for the sacrifices that our ancestors have made for us. Because they went through so much shit. We going through a lot of shit now. But I feel like they got like the brunt of it. You know what I'm saying? The ones that lived through slavery. The ones that lived through... Jim Crow and segregation, like the ones that that went through all of that shit, like, and even the ones that lived through it and they still living to tell about it, <laughs> like those people are so precious to me. Even though some of them nasty as hell, cause not every ancestor is a good ancestor. Some of them mean as shit, don't give a shit goofy as hell just you know what i'm saying you know not every ancestor has a bunch of knowledge and shit to give you and wisdom and all that shit so don't feel don't feel you know intimidated by that but that was a way that i honor my ancestors um i did the mail-in ballot because i knew i wasn't gonna make time to go to the damn polls um my mom went to the polls though but I did the mail-in ballot. I feel like that was, you know, my way of honoring my ancestors in a sense because I'm showing them that I want to keep taking advantage of the things. And then another thing y'all need to think about, if all y'all niggas just stop voting just because y'all feel like shit ain't going to change, shit really going to change because you're not voting. And then if they go back to the part where we can't vote no more, Let's just say miraculously, they they just ain't enough niggas voting, so let's take their right away to vote any goddamn way. They ain't want to vote any goddamn way. They motherfucking ancestors did this and that for them, and these ungrateful bitches don't want to motherfucking vote. Let's take that shit away from their ass. Then y'all niggas going to be complaining. Tell my man, shit, we ain't got no say-so and shit over here, man. We ain't got no... They killing us over here and they doing this and that. Well, your bitch ass should have got out there and voted. Hell, you could have did the mail-in ballot like I did. Don't take no time. You ain't got to go no goddamn way. But, you know, y'all don't... You know. And I don't want to make nobody feel bad who didn't vote. But I just want you to understand the importance of voting, regardless of who you vote for. The importance of simply just doing that shit, it means a lot. And I feel like it makes our ancestors proud to see us participating and to see us doing what we feel is our part and helping build up our community. (laughs) Because even though I feel like we took a lot of losses this year in the black community, we took a lot of losses this year. 2020 has been hell on the black and brown people. But one grateful thing I feel like 
so much knowledge and shit is like being put into us. So many messages are being downloaded into us. Like so many of us are waking the fuck up. Like it's, I don't know. It's like, it's so much beauty that I see within this madness and it's crazy. I probably need to sit and write down some of the shit that I be thinking um, in regards to, I guess, the state of the world and how, you know, the beautiful things that I see that came out of it. Because I see a lot of people, you know, finding themselves and learning to really love themselves. I learned to really love and appreciate my motherfucking self during this time. I really did. And I'm going to keep talking about that throughout this whole motherfucking series because y'all don't understand where the fuck I came from and what I used to think about myself. Nobody knows that because I didn't used to talk about that with anybody. But now that I know that, you know what I'm saying? Like, just because you don't like me, that don't make me any less valuable. That don't make me any less of nothing. You just a nigga that don't like me. And that's okay. Everybody not going to like me. Everybody not going to think I'm cute. No, it don't feel good to be disliked. But at the same time, you can't please everybody. So why try? So, yeah, appreciate that journey, man. Appreciate everything about it. Even like your edges. If you want a journey to try to grow your edges back, because, bitch, I'm trying to grow all my motherfucking hair. Because this shit, I feel like my hair has kind of been stagnant. Like, I've been seeing some progress, but it's been kind of stagnant. Now the left side of my edges, they trying to thin out so anyway real quick before i go i'm just gonna finish wrap this up and then we gonna head out but yeah i'm really trying to i'm going to order it was it's this youtuber that i follow she owns this um hair is it hair care line yeah um her name is her business name is imam beauty imam beauty on instagram girl she got like this homemade homemade like she called it an elixir it's an oil that you put on your hair to help grow your oil i mean to help grow your hair and girl i think i told y'all about this before because her hair is so gorgeous to me so i'm buying anything she's selling and pertaining to the goddamn hair and i think she about to add some new products on her website baby just take all my money just go ahead because i'm trying to get this hair together i'm trying to be out here like miss diana ross the motherfucking boss i'm trying to be out here slanging and swinging and shanging this shit all over the land all over the land i'm shaking this shit at your nigga house I'm shaking this shit at your granddaddy house. I'm shaking this shit back to the bank, back to my car, back to my baby, back to everywhere. This hair of mine is finna be off the motherfucking chain. And I don't, I just want it to be so big and beautiful. And that means I have to start taking better care of my hair like I did when I first went natural. But anyway, I love y'all. I'm just gonna go ahead and wrap this on up because I don't really have much else to talk about. Um, election night was last night. I don't know. Are they still counting ballots and shit, girl? I don't fucking know. I really wasn't even keeping up with that shit because I had to work. And I really did. I'm like, I casted my vote. So whatever happens, happens. You know what I'm saying? I ain't finna. Because usually, and it's so crazy because even when I wasn't voting, I used to I used to be on that TV and watch it. Like, oh, oh, so-and-so got this state. So, like, I used to really be into that shit. Like, it was like, you know what I'm saying? That's another reason why we should vote 
because if you get that anxious when you're watching the elections on TV and you ain't motherfucking voted, you need to fucking vote. So at least you'll be like, you know what? Regardless of how this shit turns out, I did my part. I did what I felt like I had to do to get the results that I wanted. But even if the shit don't sway my way, it's okay. I still did my part. Because, baby, a nigga used to be, I'm 12 years old, about to smoke a goddamn cigarette, shaking and shit. Like, ooh, what's that mean, mommy? What that mean? Damn. It's hard out here. For pimps, players, and hoes. But anyway, y'all, I'm just talking trash at this point. Don't forget to um, share this podcast with people. Y'all better share this shit. Share, 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 share. Tell your coworkers, tell your baby daddies, your baby mamas, your boyfriend, girlfriend, your side niggas. Everybody about this podcast. I love y'all so much. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram and Snapchat at GG underscore Neil. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel at GG Neil. I love y'all and I will see y'all in the next one. Bye. Mwah.